Hey guys, um, welcome back to the Saved and Sexual Podcast. Um, this is the Saved and Sexual Podcast where we talk about all things salvation and all things sexuality um, and how to honor God with, in, and through our bodies. Um, so basically we talk about topics that are a little bit harder to deal with in the church or have been in the past harder for the church to deal with. And uh, for the most part, we have focused on silence. We have focused on just like shame and fear as the mode of communicating um, information about sexuality. And I think that that is not only detrimental, I think that that is unbiblical. So here's what we're going to do. I know that people for ages we've done our best with the situation we have okay but we cannot keep doing the same thing and expecting different results in the church we have this notion of of silence in that you know you'll just figure it out you'll figure it out on your own it's not rocket science but if you actually start talking to people and you actually start talking to individuals you see that people are um, scared, people are ashamed, people are um, afraid of their past and present temptations and decisions and they're afraid of what people will say when they see that. They're afraid that maybe they aren't real Christians because they went through it at all or they struggle with it now. On and on and on, people are struggling with issues about their sexuality, with issues about their identity. And I'm just going to jump right into today's episode. In case you haven't noticed, I've jumped in. Um, so this podcast is about that. It's about addressing things head on, things that we normally wouldn't talk about, or sometimes we um, throw under the carpet. And sometimes you can't see how what I'm saying necessarily lines up with sexuality, but I don't see how because it makes sense in my mind. But even if it doesn't make sense um, at once, just give it time. Okay, just give it some time, give it a chance and allow um, God to speak to you. Because even everything I say, measure everything I say against scripture. I am not infallible. I make mistakes. I am just a human being like everybody else. So it's important to keep that in mind. Now, today's scripture is Romans three twenty three, which says that for all are sinners. Yes, we're all sinners. Um, and we've fallen short of the glory of God. Um, this verse means a lot to me, right? And that's probably odd. And the reason why I'm saying this is in my, in my world these days, in our world, actually, we have an almost, um, uh, absolute or insane obsession uh, an almost pathological obsession with pleasure. And it's not our day and age. I think this is just humanness. Yeah. If you focus completely on your humanness and pleasing yourself, then that's what, that's, that's what it is. That's how we've reached this place that we are in, in our culture right now, where it's about self-indulgence. So today's, um, topic is pleasure versus purpose. Um, and this is probably an odd verse to use for that, but this is what it is. Now, one of the messages that I think is really, really dangerous that's out there, and especially within the Christian church, depending on who you're reading at what time. So if you're reading things from um, 
Jen Hatmaker or you're reading things from um, the late um, Rachel, she's called? Okay, I'm forgetting her name. I think it was Rachel Held Evans, I think. And, and anyway, folks like that and people in that realm, the one thing that you'll see is this focus or, or this removal of focus from the fact that we're sinners. And it's almost, you hear people saying things like, the thing that separated us from God was not sin, it was shame. And to me, when I hear certain words, they connect with sexuality because that's a large part of how information about sexuality was communicated to us. There was a lot of shame in it. There was a lot of fear in it. Um... But what people have done is go the complete opposite, okay? It wasn't the right message to to put together shame, fear, and sexuality. That was the wrong way to communicate. But the wrong, absolute wrong message um, about sin is that we have none, okay? The scriptures say if you say you're without sin, then you make God out to be a liar, Okay? There's many instances when we take God for granted, especially for many of us. I, I tell people, me, like I just came out saying hallelujah because my grandparents were Christians, my parents are Christians, and there's that's the world in which I find myself. So the the conversation around Christianity, talking about the Bible, that comes very naturally to me. That does not though automatically mean that I had a relationship with Christ just because I was born into this um, world, right? I was born into this world where everybody around me was a Christian. That didn't make me a Christian. So we find ourselves in this place where sexuality was communicated in the wrong way. We were doing the wrong thing. Or, and even with the best intentions, I think for a lot of us, and a lot of us in the African context, um, shame and fear is was the method. Yeah, you just didn't have sex because, you know, either you get HIV, you get pregnant, you know, you go to hell. All sorts of things that we were told. And that's not the reason why we don't have sex before we get married. Okay, why we treat our bodies the way God requires us to. We do this because we love God and we are walking in obedience to him. And what God says we should do is always the best thing for us. But this is rarely the way we communicate sexuality to our children and to the people that we influence. And so there is this other notion that has risen up, you know, that's about... um, finding your identity in your sin. Now, they don't say it like that. But if you are struggling with um, sex before marriage, and uh, essentially it's a struggle for you, and then you pick up an article that says, you know, it's not about focusing on the sin that you are in or whatever. It's not about that sin. It's about the shame that comes from that sin. See, that's a really, really, really detrimental, detrimental message. Okay. And the reason why I said pleasure and purpose is because we have this 
notion that we should be seeking to please ourselves. Okay. And that's essentially, I think our default setting, like Paul says, the things I want to do, I don't do the things I don't want to do. I'm doing. And, uh, so that's our default setting, but our purpose is to honor God. The thing about this, um, it's not a, the thing about this message that says that we shouldn't be, um, that sin isn't the problem, but shame is the problem is it's a message that raises itself up against God. This clearly, they're saying one thing and God is saying the opposite. Okay. Now this may seem harsh to many people, but again, I keep saying the person who is telling you the opposite of what God is saying, that isn't God. So any, any message, anything that raises itself up against what God says is of the enemy, guys. Okay? It's absolute sin. It's heresy. You should not focus on the things that you want to do so much because you have such a huge desire to do them. Of course, it's going to be pleasurable to indulge in sin and to indulge in the things that we want to do. It feels good. Yeah? Um, I, ha- I had a pastor say once, uh, how did he put it? Let me try to remember. But he was like, anyway, sin's problem. The reason sin is so effective is, effective is because we like it. If you didn't like doing it, it wouldn't be a problem. It's like when they say, okay, um, go on a diet and just eat vegetables. If I loved eating vegetables alone, I wouldn't have a problem. I wouldn't be in this current situation. Okay. So the main thing that I want us to take away from today's episode is God created us for a purpose. And that purpose is to glorify him, to worship him. He has set forth a way for us to go. Any message that you hear that raises itself up against the message of God, and he has made it it absolutely clear in his word, which way he wants us to go. Any message that shows you, points you to yourself, points you to another gospel, points you to another Jesus. Guys, yes, that is not God. If it's saying the opposite of the Bible, that is not God. I will stand on the word of God on that. I know this, and this sounds so simple to so many people. But when you read from a lot of these people these days who claim to be Christians and they're telling you, please indulge in yourself and focus on yourself and find your identity in yourself. Essentially, they're telling you, find your identity in your sin. Be known by your sin. Um, Guys, no. Our identity is found in Christ and only in Christ. Every other road leads to death. No matter how sweet it sounds, amazing it feels, and fulfilling. Yes, fulfilling. No matter how fulfilling that road appears to be, its end is in death. Its end is only in death. And my prayer and my desire for all of us is that everything that we read in, especially in this day and age, yo, there's some things that I read and I'm just like, 
I'm sorry, this is a Christian. And then other people are fully going in this direction. We're fully moving in the direction of these people because we put people on pedestals and we're like, well, if she's saying it, then that's got to be true. Yeah. If he's saying it, then that's got to be true. No, guys, let us try and be like the Bereans. We are called to search out the Bible. We don't have salvation through osmosis because there's a relationship with someone else. And when I say that I was born into this family where just about everybody, where I looked, people were Christians. That's not a bragging thing. Yes. That's about my relationship with God had to be my relationship with God. And even as I was walking on this road and when I was watching porn and experimenting with sexuality and doing all sorts of things, I needed to surrender all of that. Desire, fear, shame, anger, all of that to God and let him renew my mind. Remember that the scriptures say, do not be conformed to the standards of this world. But be ye transformed by the renewal of your mind. We don't do this in our own strength. We don't do this because we are able. We do this because God is. And because he is worthy of all of our worship and adoration. And make no mistake. Every single part of the Bible. Yes, is a story that God is telling. And it's talking. uh, The Old Testament is talking about Christ. And his coming. And the New Testament, it's Christ here. He came. He died for our sins that we might be saved and reconciled to him. For the glory of God. Every other message is a lie. Call it that and flee from that thing. We are called not just to recognize. When you recognize something is a lie, recognize that. Measure everything against scripture and then go a step further and tell people about it. You may not have a podcast, you may not have a YouTube channel, you may not have whatever, but you have your husband, you have your family, maybe your kids, your friends, your sister, your brother, your mother, your father. Anybody could be led astray. But we trust in God because we don't stand on our own. He keeps us. Jude 24 to 25. He keeps us. He is worthy of our majesty and dominion. He is God. Believe him alone. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And may he cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he give you peace. I will see you all on the next one. God bless you.